This is Gears and Beers, the unashamedly unprofessional automotive podcast with Mitch, Matt, Joseph, and Joel. Okay, let's see how how this goes. Um, yeah, so this is Gears and Beers podcast episode 183? I think it's three. I think it might be more. 84? No. Oh, I don't know. We've been in the low 80s for ages. Yeah, I know, but... <laughs> I, mean, I know that's how it works. You do one a week. You do one a it's week. It's been a month. Um, bring up gearsandbeersmedia.com. That's where it's, that's an, that's it's an episode. episode. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. 183 was smashed by the COVID tax. Oh, I couldn't damn. think of a funnier name. There was Come nothing on. we said that was funny. I'm no. sorry. Oh, that's an insult. I know. I, I mean, we said funny things, but I couldn't... It wasn't title worthy. <laughs> you needed so, a punchline. You needed yeah. a... But you are correct, sir. This is 184. Hey. So, yay. Yeah, gold gold star. Yep. Well done to you. Thank 10 you. points to Gryffindor. Oh, uh, that is not going to be the title of no. this episode. I know you're trying. That's one of the It's too moment. early. No, it's too yeah. early. Oh, it's too early. See, it, I don't like having the title in, in the, the first, first like, seconds. say, 20 minutes. Because oh. then people like hear the title and they get the context way too quickly. you right. got to... You gotta tease it a bit, you know. Sell them the sizzle, yeah, not the it's steak. Like number seven will amaze you. You know, you gotta get them in and, <laughs> and hooked. You know, you gotta get that clickbait. Oh, okay. No, I, sorry, I, look at this guy. I, I can. Uh, Mitch is a professional snake oil salesman. Number, yes. number one will amaze you and make them go through twenty screens to get to number one. Yes. Yeah. All for the ads. All for that ad rev. Mm, that, that sweet, ad sweet ad rev. You no. think it's 20, 20 pages, but in reality, it's like thirty with all the ads that mm. they squeeze in in the middle. Yeah. But we're not BuzzFeed. Um, you may yeah. have noticed there's a there's a voice missing. Yep. Um, Mr. Matthews, not with us. Uh, I mean, just temporarily. Yeah, just he is still alive. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's among us still. He's not dead. No, he's with happened. the living. He just yeah. <laughs> he's still puffing wind. Yes, uh, yes, and infuriating all aware. those around him. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, no, he just he just CBF tonight. So yeah. um, we've got rent a crowd on the mic. Yep. We've dragged him off the couch. Put him at gunpoint. As yeah. useful the as he might, does look comfy. Yeah, you look a yeah, bit well, disheveled, I must say. With your hair all like he looked. Edward he looked, he hands, looked very respectable. Not as 15 soon as I ago. sat down, it <laughs> yeah, I know the tie's gone. He's got sex hair. Yeah. I was gone for five minutes. What'd you two do, do down here? Oh, I don't know. Oh, you better have wiped up after yourselves. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you know we've got some news. This is a family program. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> What rated R and then also with the <laughs> profanity. Yeah. We've got we've yeah. <laughs> I think we actually have like an explicit uh, warning yeah. or something. Every on every single thing has an explicit um mm. thing. Absolutely not um not surprised. Yeah. I, I mean I, I set the explicit thing like basically preemptively. Yeah, yeah, even before we started. Because we're gonna say shit or fuck or uh, asshole or <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Oh, lovely. Good lovely. times. What's, yeah. what's the most tame swear word that's still a swear word? No. Because I mean, you got like shit, right? I say shit. That's not as bad nearly as fuck. Yeah, fuck is, fuck is like high tier. Yeah. What's the what's least tier? What's the lowest tier? I don't know. Damn? Yeah, yeah damn. damn. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, right? yeah. I don't, God I, damn it. I don't even think damn is like a swear word. That's no. how low tier it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah, I'd say damn. Mm. But we're not here to discuss well, English like, language. Cursing the Lord's name in vain. Like, that no, doesn't really Jesus go Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that just does <laughs> That doesn't register anymore, uh, does it? Mm. I mean, to some people it does. Yeah, yes, it does. Mm. People of a certain age. Well, <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Eddie Hoosel. 
Um, there is actually some news this week, which is nice. Um, the unfortunate thing is, I think a lot of this would actually Matt would find interesting, and yeah. I feel like he it's would all actually that have EVs a bit to and say. stuff, is it? <laughs> well, the new Land Cruiser ah, has happens. been spied. Yep, yep. Um, and yeah, she's going to have a V6. I saw this. A is this V6 the Turbo. Hey, there you go. Getting a little bit more uh, modern. Yeah, some would say worse. Oh yeah, I'm trying to trigger we're, people. We're <laughs> losing cylinders uh, each generation Gaining with all these snails. cars, and oh, we got to talk uh, about that as well. Uh, with losing cylinders. I, I wonder at what point <laughs> where it'll just be like one giant turbo and a little single cylinder. That's the GR Yaris, almost. It's a three cylinder, but that, that makes that, a that, that is a turbo with an engine attached. Basically, to it, right? yeah. yeah, like <laughs> that makes a shitload of power for what it is. Yeah, it's impressive, and. It's just it's that's cool. Like so yeah. that, that's that sort of it's like a if there was like a Venn diagram of like losing cylinders but also cool, mm. it would be where the two meet. Oh yeah, I think any sort of twin turbo V six would probably do the job over. Yeah, but, uh, but a, 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 a twin turbo V six just isn't as nice as a naturally aspirated V eight. No, mm. even a, even a turbo V eight, uh, it's just better. So you're saying naturally aspirated. Naturally aspirated V8, in my opinion, is better than twin turbo six. Well, that twin turbo V8 sounds naturally aspirated V8. I think the Z sounds better than a um, like my dad's car. Oh, like an LS1. Statesman does sound pretty cool. It does sound very like yours is cool. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I did pick it the other night, well, the other episode when we had to give up cars for someone else. I think I picked yours. So there you go. You weren't here for that, but. There you I go. I feel like I haven't been here in a while. No, it's been a minute. Yeah, um, just a bit. But no, yeah, I feel like the Turbo 8, a particular diesel Turbo 8. Oh, no, no. Get no. some thong slap going on with your <laughs> four-inch exhaust and your oh, one VD79. Oh, lordy. All that soot. Diesel soot gets the mutt, mate. We know this. Oh, yeah. No, only in Australia. <laughs> only here. Yeah, There's anyway. another one, which is uh, Diesel Grunt gets the... Hmm, um, oh yeah, okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah, okay. In your mind, your head. It's an eBay sticker. How could it not be true? Oh, of course, mate. eBay <laughs> is just the home of everything. That's all, all, all correct and mighty. Oh, uh, so, so anyway, onto this Land Cruiser. Um, the Russian spies, which that just sounds right, doesn't it? Russian spies. Yeah, they're proper spies. Like that is like that's real spies. Yeah, that's Russian. James Bond villain. They level. know. Yeah. yeah, they know how to spy on you. Shouts to Putin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he, he had to give the okay to release these images. <laughs> He's like, yes, <laughs> the people deserve to know. You know, no, I won't get into that because no, don't. that's a bit political. That we're not a political podcast. Oh, but yeah. old mate Putin's uh, doing some shit over there at the moment with old mate. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, mate, um, <laughs> that's a take over yeah. there. That is a hot take over you there. You know, his doctor just miraculously died recently. Who his doctor? So the bloke who's a, who's like vocal against. Um, Putin, oh my God, who got yeah. poisoned by the Russian government. Yeah, the doctor who saved him mm. has now just turned up dead. Wow, just wound up dead. But the balls on this guy who I forget his name. I'm sorry, it's, it's something <laughs> Russian. Yeah, oh, but, you yeah, don't him. Say. He yeah. um the balls on this gentleman. He got out. He flew back, knowing full well he'd be arrested. Yeah, yeah, and did it anyway. And now he's in prison for like ten years mm. because he couldn't make his court hearing because he was in hospital dying from poison, which from the government the did government to him. did to him. Yes. Anyway, um, anyway, so the Russian spies with this language. <laughs> fucking hell! What a start! Wow, what a seven <laughs> minutes in. Excellent, excellent. Um, we're so right yeah. on schedule. <laughs> now we're gonna disappear. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I do not have suicidal thoughts. Just putting it out there. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so the Russian spies have confirmed that the new Land Cruiser test vehicle, 
is fitted with a hybrid 3.5 liter twin turbo V6. Um, and also maybe a 3.3 liter turbo diesel 6 might come as well. Oh. So oh, I don't know how I feel about this. This petrol will be, will be made good. into a 10 speed automatic. Um, with about 310 kilowatts. It j- but it just sounds like nobody has an actual clue what the hell is going to be in this this cruiser. No. Because you've got a three and a half litre twin turbo petrol, six, hybrid version of the petrol six, yep. and then a all diesel. new 3.3, it's a weird uh, displacement, yeah. 3.3 turbo diesel V6. Mm. Mm. Which I believe is probably for the Australian market, maybe South Africa, because probably. diesel's huge here. Yes, it is. And it's still a very popular engine choice. Mm. So I feel like that might be for the Australian market. Because Toyota likes the Land Cruiser for the Australian market. To be honest, I I could imagine them going with the twin, the the turbo diesel and then the hybrid. Yeah, dropping the regular one. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon that would make sense. Um, It's probably not, not, not uh, not the choices we want, but the choices we need. I'm sure someone will come out with a 1VD swap. (laughs) Okay, yep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All that technological advancement, and we're just going to go back to the Stone Age. I mean, people put in 2Js and things, and the 2Js getting on for, what, 20, 25 uh, years? Ad- I honestly, it's probably, it, it sounds silly, but like you're doing a 2J swap out of laziness at this point. I think so, because yeah. you can't be bothered to develop exactly. anything. Exactly. You yeah. already know you, you've been tinkering with 2Js for 20, 25 years. You know yeah. exactly what works, what doesn't. Which is fine. Which is you fine. Know, you know your, you know your but trade. But we don't need a GR Yaris with a 2J in it. <laughs> Just, no, please. <laughs> Even the new Supra with a 2J was like, oh, yeah. come on, boys, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, Surely the game's moved on a little bit. Yeah. But no, no, still still holding firm. Still faithful. I admire them for that. But mm. no, the game is moved. Oh, the game's on. moved. And then the rest of this article just goes on about the infotainment, which nothing we care about, no. despite us tinkering with head units for many, many hours <laughs> in the past two weeks ourselves. Personally, nevertheless, moving yeah. on. And then the renders they got here just looks like a 200 that's a bit boxier. I think it's going to look better than that. Yeah, this is a really, really... It's just a lazy render. That's so lazy. You and I could have done a better job of that. It's just a 200. Yeah, it is. Literally. They just just, just squared. They made the the headlights a little bit more rectangular. Yeah. They're like, yep, that's it. So... Anywho. uh, If you want a V8 200, they're basically sold out nationwide in Australia. Do you think they'll sell them side by side concurrently? They wanted to. They wanted to. So they wanted to have... Toyota Australia specifically ordered into the country more 200s. So they would be an overlap. Yeah. Okay. Um, but in December, I think I talked about this briefly, uh, people went mad for the 200. Yep. I think people got you know a bit trigger happy because they don't want a V6 in ah. their 200. Yep. And so they basically bought up Australia's entire stock of 200s. Wow. Yep. Even the Prado's affected. Oh, like, why, Prado's are hard to get as well. Uh, yeah, because so, it's the demand of the 200. Yeah, even if the Prado's going to be around for like another two years. Two or three years, yeah. yeah. It's there's, there's basically they reckon there's going to be a blackout between the end of the 200 and the mm. start of the 300. There won't be any Land Cruisers for sale. Mm. Wow. So the only ones getting delivered have already been accounted for. Mm. Mm. And um, just quickly speaking of uh, not getting a sale, uh, Holden zero sales for January. Yeah, that was it, mate. First time since 1948 or whatever it was. That's uh, uh, another 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 article about Holden. Just let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah, that's. I was just. I was just going to quickly say that she's dead. Yeah, she's dead, Jim. She's been, she's been dead a long time. <laughs> yeah. She went in 2017. <laughs> she, she was dead before they announced her death. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that thing was just oh, <laughs> not even beyond life support. That was yeah. just like, please. You Basically, know? when the VF series two stopped, it's like, yeah. okay, 
Yeah, we're done. Now, we're you're, done now you're just a Daewoo dealership. Literally, literally <laughs> glorified Daewoo. Like, just stop. That was it. That was the end. The and best vehicle they had was the uh, the Colorado. Colonabro. Mm. We used to call it back mm. in the day. Yeah, that was a, that was a, an okay. It, it was looked okay. Good. Looked good. Yeah, it, it, it it's okay. Had the torques, but yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it was no Ranger. It was no, no Hilux. No Hilux. Not even a Triton. The Triton beat it in mm. the end. That value mm. proposition. As we know, the Triton is Matt's favourite Ute. <laughs> <laughs> I'll expect to see him one behind the wheel of one very, very soon. <laughs> uh, I've got a little bit more news. Yep. That may interest those across the pond. We'll keep on the topic of GM. Okay. Cadillac. Cadillac have come out with a CT4V and a CT5V Blackwing. Uh, literally, it's it's uh, basically. Turbo V6s or supercharged V8s making 500 kilowatts. Just casually. Just casual 500 kilowatts. I freaking love like how these modern Cadillacs look. That looks mm. pretty good. They, they look. Got, they, they, they got the angular sort of design. Yeah. Like the sharp edges. Yeah, really sharp oh, yeah. edges. I think, I think from the rear end it looks better in a bright color. Mm, the dark okay. colors on the rear end don't look good. Well, yeah. that silver looks nice. That, that silver does look good. I, I love the big the big CTSV because it's got the really long wheelbase and just the portions are really nice. Wasn't the CTSV more or less an HSV? Uh, the smaller one was. The I think smaller the, one the was ATS. Right. Okay. I think. Don't quote me. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, obviously, the Cadillac would be in a nice. I think vehicle, maybe the CTS could have been like statesman based, maybe yeah, right, or something. Okay. It's a, a maybe similar platform. Similar platform, but yeah, the CTSV was the big, big, yeah. long, long boy. And it came uh, in a wagon, didn't it? CTSV wagon. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it did. Uh, back in the day, it did. Yeah, that back was in cool. like you know midnight club dub edition days. Yeah, it's further off more recent than that. Oh, it's maybe just, not. You know, it's when it's at the forefront of your mind. It doesn't. Always, it doesn't feel as nostalgic. Yeah. But yeah, no, these cars were really cool. I kind of wish we got them here because um, they are just gentlemen hot rods. Yeah. And you know, and if you were a bit of a hoon, you'd seriously think about one of these over a, a, a German. Equivalent, just because you know, very similar to what the Australians offered here in America, the Cadillac has got the bang for buck. Yeah, you can get a hell of a lot more performance for much less money mm. than an M5 or E63 AMG. And realistically, they're still very low stress. Yeah, are they still push rod or are they fancier than that now? Uh, Surely they're fancier. I don't know than if that they've now. got the um the LT2 engine or what they've got now. Right. Uh, if I read the article that I was talking about, which I didn't, because <laughs> Unashamedly uh, unprofessional. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, hang on. So it's a 6.2 litre LT4. Right. So that's the same engine out of the Camaro ZR1. 498 kilowatts and just under 900 new meters of torque That'd to the do. rear wheels. That'll do. <laughs> yeah, that will do. <laughs> and you can do that in absolute comfort. It'd Mo- be the multiple, laziest delivery of Multiple that power cows well. were no doubt slaughtered for that interior. <laughs> Leather everywhere. Just absolute what opulence. Did, what did James May call it? Peeled cows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, only only he could could because uh, it, it was an older Top Gear episode. Sorry, I'm a bit of a tangent, but he was he oh, was describing right. the vehicle that he chose for a particular challenge or like new vehicle for the challenge. Yeah, and he was going like it's like poise, panache. And peeled, peeled cows. cows. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. I was like, that's brilliant. That was just... <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, you know, not 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 confirmed, but uh, they're saying estimated top speeds are 304 kilometers an hour for the baby, mm-hmm. the little V6. And oh, then, just casually. Yeah, and then the Big Banger will do 200 miles an hour, which is 322 k's. Brilliant. Oh so, yeah, there you go. If you can afford it, 
How much? Oh, you can't say if you can if you afford it to, and then not say the price. That's not how it works. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, what have we got here? 85 grand US for the CT5. Oh. And then the, the, the six pots, 59,990 in America. I think though, I think that's not the... Um, these aren't the black wings though. Still. So you're probably looking at... I think I remember looking back in the day, like, you know, with the, you know, the car configurator, mm. dreaming a little bit. As you do, yep. Yeah, yeah. I think the big the big mover went for over 100 grand US, but still. Still. Damn. It's different to... Damn. I mean, for us, it'd be different to what most people would pick. Oh, yeah. I don't know how prevalent caddies are over there, but... Yeah, they've gone, they've gone away a bit, like, you know... Because it's funny, Cadillac in the 50s and 60s was like genuinely was, at Rolls-Royce It was level. Luxo Barge. It was like genuine. No one, like you could not get a more luxurious and well-engineered car than a Cadillac. Yeah. Like they, they cost more than a Rolls-Royce. They had more power. They had more technology. It was insane. Mm. So, you know, they've fallen a long way from grace. Yeah. Well, I think that a lot of the competition is in that luxury space and they've had to find a niche or yeah. a niche, depending on your niche. Yeah, um, but yeah. I was watching. Um, I think the the eighties happened. That, that that's that was not good for anybody. Uh, I was watching. Was it Throttle House on YouTube? Mm. And they had a video on the new Caddy uh, Escalade. Holy shit! That thing is huge. Yeah. Just. Oh, I just think huge. Sa- Savage Geese actually did a video on an Escalade. I think. Yeah. Ridiculous amount of luxury in that. Oh, car. it was cool. Yeah. It just, yeah, you need it. it <laughs> like, you need a bus lane. Yeah. You need a bus stop to park it. But all I can think about, and this is a uh, maybe people who did skateboarding back in the nineties and early two thousands might get people this. like you. Yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah, don't lie. So Chad Musker back in the day, one of the pro skaters. Don't know who that is. Um, he was a bit gangster back then. Now he's going a bit chilled out and hippie. But back then he used to have an Escalade. Yeah, and he used to call it the Muscalade. Oh no. Well, uh, old mate Shaq, uh, Shaq had one there's a boat with the big Superman yeah. grill. Oh, that, beautiful! Yeah, it was so sick. There's a bloke called Warren Jeffs. He used oh. to be a pastor of the uh, one of the Latter Day Saints churches, and he basically did a runner because I think the FBI were coming after him. He's on the wanted list for a while, and they're chasing, like, sort of following him down over a period of a oh, maybe I think it was a couple of years or something. And he was driving around in a red Cadillac yeah. Escalade or something like that, big SUV thing. And that's sort of iconic now, like related to that because it's so it's like his Ford Bronco, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, he's a fucking disgusting piece of shit. Yeah, oh, a lot of a lot of those yeah. sort of um, yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> car, inter- car podcast, car guys, podcast. Car podcast. It, well, it's in- it's interesting. You know, people who have certain cars of high profile, and it would be interesting to see what the sales are like. Say after that, where they picked it up, or after the Bronco chase. Mm. Or say even like a, someone like the Pope has a car that's nice or whatever it is. He has a Lamborghini. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see. Uh, you know, Did the sales drop or did they go up? Mm. And therefore do police chases uh, promote buyers buying cars? Well, any publicity is good publicity. Uh, apparently, yeah. yeah. So maybe people look at police chases and they go, well, that guy's getting away from them. Maybe I should buy that car. Mm. Oh, I think it helped WRX sales in the 90s. Yeah. Speaking of WRX, the fifth gen. Yeah, is due here. Another lazy render accompanied that article I saw. It looks awful that render. Yeah, I hope I hope to. And the rear end is somehow worse. Oh, I don't know. (laughs) But so have you? Did you notice the uh, BRZ wheels on it? (laughs) (laughs) Literally, (laughs) brilliant. Um, 
So yeah, it's expected to have the FA24, so 2.4 turbo. It's a DIT, I think. Yeah. Direct injection turbo. Well, they would have. That'd be um. Because they got different. They're different. The FA20 and the FA20 DIT. Different. Oh. Lower compression on the DIT. Oh, of course it would be for the Turbski. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's not a not a direct straight swap into an 8.6. That's why go. you don't see it too often. So uh, yeah, it's technically slightly different. So it's expected to have um. 213 kilowatts. Is that all? Yeah, which is 16 up on the current one. Oh, you can't do incremental increases anymore. Not for a generation. Nah. For a refresh. Yeah. Not for a generation. Nah, it's just, come on. So. Oh, maybe they're still leaving room to have the STI above that's, it. That that's must be what it, it is. Yeah. That must be the only reason. Um, some reports are saying, again, this is all just hearsay at this stage, that the STI will have 298 kilowatts. Oh, wow. That's a massive jump. And uh, 489 newt meters. Okay. But that seems... I'll believe it when like I see it. Like a huge jump. It's a massive jump. What's the current jump <laughs> performance difference? It's probably only 20 or 30 kilowatts, yeah. if that, if that. So... But I mean, you know, I suppose the STI has now almost become a model within itself. It's a completely different engine. Yeah, Everything it's almost broken been... away. But I mean, yeah. that's like the WRX and the Impreza, really. Like, the Impreza, I feel, is... Oh yeah, they're totally different cars. Like it's you've sort of got the Impreza is just an you know classic Econo, Econo box. Yeah, and then you got the WRX just sort of in this no man's land off on an island by mm. itself. Not the, not the car you buy when you can't get the STI. Yeah, the poor man's STI. Just <laughs> like you just didn't achieve. Just you just fell a bit short in life. You know, still a good and car, but yeah, yeah, but you know. Mm. <laughs> and then you got the STI again, which is on its own. Up, I know top. we got a few WRX listeners. So <laughs> no, I'm talking about the new one, the oh, new okay, ones, yeah, yeah, not yeah. the old ones, yep. the old ones. It was different. Yep. The old one, you know, the WRX was just the range topper yeah. <laughs> of uh, an Impreza, you know, yep. and they were they were cool. Yeah. You know, but then because the STI was just like like a unicorn. Back yeah, then, exactly. You know what yeah, I mean? Whereas hence teeth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you know, you, you you couldn't realistically get an STI, um, you know, for any sort of decent money back back in the day. Mm. So yeah, no. But I'm I'm talking about the current the current lineup. Okay, and now the yep. STI is completely separate again, almost. You know, yep. they're like three different development, and different everything. different development cycles, different looks, different engines. It's um, yeah, which is good and bad because yeah. you know you, the over the GC8 you had the RX, which looked like a WRX but wasn't. Yeah. Then you had the WRX. Yep. Then you had wagons in there. Because the RX was just an Impreza with bo- bits and like body bits. It was basically just like a, 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 to- a normal NA2 up. banger with yeah. the WRX body kit. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm. What's And then is there a... There's an RS as well. Yeah. Which is ma- also just an Impreza. Yeah. 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 The one time he's not here. Yeah, the one time he's and not here. we need a history and Subaru. We get into an Impreza yeah. um, <laughs> discussion. Well, should we move on then? Yeah, yeah. Um... So, the 2022 Nissan 400Z oh, engine has been Guess spied. what article I had up on <laughs> yeah. my screen. Yeah, great minds. They're yep. going to like... So, well, do you want to take it? I'll be talking a lot. You take yeah, it. Yeah, you have been. Oh, thank God. <laughs> there you go, guys. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how we doing? <laughs> um, yeah, so basically confirming what we already knew. 400Z will be coming out with the VR30 Double D, Double T. So that's uh, so double D's. Yeah, man. Yep, three liter twin turbo V6, straight out of an Infinity Q60. Yep, which what we expected. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's not. It's not really news at this point. No. It's just. It's just but confirming. I what am already sad knew. that's not a four liter. No, it's to it's to represent the 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 horsepower. Yeah, but what historically the number associated with the Z. I know 
has been the capacity. Yeah, but you know, like the naming, even Ferrari changed the naming of their their models and things. You know, they went from literage to, you know, valves per cylinder to, you know, they yeah. all, and then they, they went from like you know the the oh, what is it the four five eight was four point five liter and then the the third designation was mm. how many cylinders it had. Yeah. So they're I think they're allowed to change it. Okay. I think yeah. it sort of makes sense. If I mean, it's better so. than it's better than Mercedes with the uh, C63. Oh, that's which we should need, <laughs> we need to talk about. There's a, it's now going to become a turbo four pot and still be called the C63. I think it's going to be like a two liter turbo or something. Yeah, it's going to make like 800 newton meters. Oh yeah, and something which we, stupid. Have we said everything we need to about the Z? Oh yeah, we already know. Okay, so yeah, the the C63 went from being. I mean, the badge was never correct anyway. It no, was it was always <laughs> slightly off. Yeah. They're, just, they're, just, they're just going further and further and further so away. Back in the day, the six point, or the C63 had a 6.2 litre V8. V8. Yes. And then when that generation died, we yeah. got given a... A four litre. Four litre twin turbo? Yes. Uh, so I think technically a bi-turbo V8. Oh, man. There's a difference, mate. A hot yeah. V, hot V. Yeah. And uh, So that's the current one. Yep, and that's still a C63. For just reasons not to be mistaken with the c43 yes and the c43 although has more appropriate you would think as a smaller engine again it's only got a three liter engine in it (laughs) (laughs) um and then the new c63 yeah it's just blowing the whole thing out the water yeah taking the piss at this um i've lost the article for some reason do you have it uh no okay good so (laughs) your news talk amongst (laughs) yourself uh, so we've so got, Joel. hang on, new C63. We can talk about your Z after this. Here we go. The 2022 mm. Mercedes <laughs> AMG C63. Uh, oh, God, it just gets worse. Four-cylinder hybrid. Oh. I mean, it's going to make 410 kilowatts and 800 newton meters. Um, oh, no complaints there. But that's a very potent that's four-cylinder. That's a very stout four-banger, yeah. <laughs> let's be honest. Um uh, I remember back when I used to sell VWs. The Touareg R, its V8 made 800 newt meters, and that was like a diesel yeah. monster. Mm. And now we're making 800 newt meters from a, a, a itty bit I little do question how highly strung that, that particular motor is. is. Is that 800 with assistance of the electric motor? I bet it is. Uh, it probably would be. Still. Um, Just like 800 for a couple of seconds. Yeah, it wouldn't be, you know, Full constant. Um, so it's using the A the A forty five S's engine, uh, which in its in that mode is three hundred and ten kilowatts and five hundred newton meters from the two liter engine. So it's basically just the A forty five engine with the with a bigger electric motor, with a big electric motor in it. Wow! So that good one. It just seems. It also, it's gone up in weight as well. It's now over two ton. How? Well, the ba- batteries, man. Electric motor. Oh, of course, batteries. This yeah. is why... Ener- Energizer bunnies. They're all got to fit in there. This is why we need bigger engines. That's we need to go I mean. back to the 8s, the 10s, and the 12s. Yeah, make them hybrid. Yeah. Yeah, we need the, we could need more power to get over the heft. That's right. In, yeah. <laughs> we need minimum 1,000 kilowatts. Yeah. 2,000 new meters of torque. Yeah. Minimum. Because when all our cars weigh two to three ton, yeah. which is literally like an SUV, how can that be a performance car at that point unless it's got enough torque to rip the asphalt up off the ground? Yeah. As driving along. Well, even like Harry says that when he reviews the like the um, the Taycan. 
is that in a straight line and whatnot, it feels fine. Then you go around a curve and it's like, oh, there's 20 tons around the bend. <laughs> Literally. Like, s- tricked out suspension that does mag ride or whatever can only do so much. No, no, that's the thing. Like, like, you still got basic physics to contend with. You make something heavier, it's it will roll. <laughs> oh, yeah. there's no. You can't <laughs> fight weight transfer. No. And when you've got a two and a half ton car, there's a lot of weight transfer that yeah. occurs. And hence a lot of body roll. Yes. So it's just... You know, you can't, you can't, you can't hide that. No, it, it's 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 that agility. It's the transient response. You just you, you can't you can't mask. You know, you yeah. can't you can't teach an elephant to tap dance. It's just sad. Yeah, it's just it's sad. A bit shit, isn't it? Like, how did how did we go from six point two liters of angry German power? Not that long ago either. No. It terrifies me how quickly this has all come about. I mean, yeah, it's a lot of power. It's, lo- it's a law. It's a law. It's a rules and regs. Climate change. Ah, government regulation. That's yeah. what it is. It's climate change. It's probably like strangled to bits as well. Oh, yeah. Oh. Euro 6 or whatever we're up to now. Oh, yeah. It's probably got like five catalytic converters <laughs> yeah. before the resonators. Yeah. Before the massive box muffler. I mean, I like living in a place that's not burning, so... Yeah, I'll sacrifice. I'm not. We're not. We're not. We're not climate change <laughs> deniers. No, we're not denying it. But at the same time, when you got some big corporations, you know, spewing all sorts of filth I and agree. whatnot, and then it's like, hey, here's your shopping bag for life of crazy light bulb and a tiny engine. I agree. And it's like, why are you putting on the individual when it's anyway? I, I, again, I, we're not I a political gears and beers. So. Yeah, diesel's still popular here. I've mentioned earlier. Yeah, no, you keep going, keep um, going back to it. That's the thing, though. Like, the world will move on, but will Australia go with it? Oh, Australia's slow as balls yes. when it comes to any sort anything, of change. Anything. I mean, look at our government. Oh, okay, not getting there again. No, well, um, yeah, we should really... Maybe we should just change our podcast yeah. name. It would literally be easier <laughs> to change our entire podcast than to try and stay on topic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so, like... Because as as we said last week, like Hyundai stopped development on diesels, and you know diesels being going the way of the dinosaurs. Dirty word, yada, yada, yada. dirty word, diesel. I still blame fucking Volkswagen with Dieselgate. They just they fucked the boat. Um, <laughs> there's um, poor boat. So in Australia, we're a, c- a country of like twenty odd million, twenty two, twenty three million. Yeah, about there. There's uh, still two point six million of us, myself included, driving diesels. Yeah, uh, which is. 16% of our roughly 16.2 million cars. Yeah, well, I mean, you've got to think about the top two selling cars in this country for the past three, four years have been a Toyota Hilux and a Ford Ranger, yep. which are only sold in diesel pretty much. Pretty much. The ones that matter. The ones that matter. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, when you're selling... And then your 79s, they're... Or, or, or any... Yeah, we've had a massive diesel. ute and four-wheel drive yeah. explosion. Yeah. So, yeah, little wonder... The majority of our cars are now diesel. Yep. And, and now they're like, yeah, we're going to ban it. <laughs> yeah. And even with like DPFs and EGRs and everything like that, there's, there's still a popular buy. Um, so I, I, it's kind of a sad thing that we're not a bigger market. Like yeah. we had the population of the US. Oh my God. No, you know, you know what the real issue is? Is that we're right-hand drive. That makes, makes it, it insanely yeah. difficult or insanely expensive, rather, mm. for any car manufacturer to come over here yeah. and just sell cars. Yeah. ADRs don't help either. Mm. Some are good, but some are just nonsensical. Yeah. 
You know, like if you've got LEDs, for example, ADR so say you must have an automatic uh, headlight washing mechanism. For some reason. Yeah, that's why the 86s in Australia are the only ones in the world that have <laughs> headlight washers. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's an ADR requirement. Is you it know? for the LEDs or I thought it was for the, 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 the bulbs they use in the headlights? Is it the LED side of things, is it? I believe it's because they're LED, yeah. Right. Or how? Yeah, or how? Not not halogen. It's, uh, I think the GT. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. I don't know if the GTs have the washer bottles. No, GTs don't. Yeah, and they they just have halogen headlights. Yeah. But because we've got HIDs or whatever. Yeah. They're they like washers. No, you've got to have washers. Yeah. For some reason. Yep. Just you know. <laughs> some reason but it just adds cost yeah. adds expense Toyota, Toyota now have to you know go and make a bespoke model and just for our market mm. so no other market has the washers no I, sw- I could have sworn I've seen Americans pull off the washer cap though I don't know okay I mean they could what the on the in the bumper yeah I've never I've very rare okay maybe like some of the BRZ models maybe it's BRZs that have because they've got the headlights as well yeah but I mean, I know DOT rules are nowhere near as strict mm. as ADR. Yeah, ADR is just unnecessarily strict. Mm. I mean, maybe not. I can understand the safety side of it. Yeah. But those type of things, just nonsensical. Safety makes people bad drivers. Mm, it makes Don't them at me. Com- complacent. Yeah. It makes them. Co- that's it. it. You know, it's. Uh, I remember, I'll never forget, and I've mentioned this on the pod before many moons ago, but I'll never forget an article that Clarkson wrote. Mm. And he says, you know, you shouldn't, shouldn't make cars safer. If you want to really improve road safety, make cars more dangerous. Yeah. If someone has a fender bender, have something just fly <laughs> out of the steering wheel and just impale them. Or just <laughs> have something just punch them in the head. You know, <laughs> you, if, <laughs> you're going to get horribly maimed or die a terrible death. You, you need the fear of death. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's you know, what like, he was saying. You've got these people who buy these massive... I was looking at the the Infinity version of the Nissan Patrol. Oh, my God. Uh, the Nissan Patrol is big. But Freaking the Infinity huge. Ver- it's giant. And oh, what are the Lexus version of the Cruiser? It's yeah. It's like a yeah. It, it's like a bar, it's like a, like a like an eighteen wheeler. But like you could get your license yeah. and you learn to drive and say like a shoebox. Oh yeah, yeah. And then the, you're the, jumping in this the driving instructor's little like Echo. Yeah. from a few well, years ago. Jazz in my case. <laughs> I had an Echo. <laughs> like <laughs> the, the clutch and then on that thing. The welcome to jump into. We said it before. There needs to be a class system within. The driver's uh, license system. Well, you need a bloody heavy vehicle license for those trucks, you I reckon. I reckon. There needs to be something. Yeah, they should. And then they, they can be. hook up a caravan to it and go, see you later, I'm driving around the country. Yeah. They need, they need In to. In the right hand lane doing 80. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Of a one lane. <laughs> Our overtaking lane for the international listeners. Or just you know, on a single lane road going yeah. up the Bruce <laughs> at 80 <laughs> in the 110 zone. Thinking, oh, there's not much traffic out there. Yeah, because it's all fucking all behind, behind you. you. Yeah, two kilometers behind you. Yeah. What was I going with that? I was going somewhere with that. With that um, people needing to... Um yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've said it before as well. Where I was reading an article where they said like in a fighter jet, they don't get told, oh, hey, you know, there's a thing of... No, it's like just beeps and bloops and like a radar dot. <laughs> you know, like, and the pilot has to know what the hell that bleep and bloop means. They don't have, you know, like a rear view camera and, you know, like... Reversing oh, yeah. sensors and this and that. Oh yeah, no, they don't, they don't, the plane just—I don't actually—I don't know. It's very hard to draw parallels. Yeah. But, but yeah, I guarantee. But I was going to say they don't drive themselves, and I thought autopilot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that Tesla literally yeah, named literally, their thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So yeah, cars need to be more dangerous. Yeah, and then safety will improve. I think I think people will be able to pay, be a lot more attentive behind the yeah. road, behind and the wheel. And if they're not, they die, and then we don't have to worry <laughs> about them. Well, you know, 
Go put that before Parliament <laughs> and uh, I'm sure you won't have any issues whatsoever. Walk into Aircut, be like, get rid of all this shit. <laughs> you don't need it. As soon as they hit the barrier, launch them yeah. out of the car. Just like, I'd like to find the stats between old mate driving his old like Corolla he's had since uh, the 1800s. Find out wow. how many crashes he's had versus old love in a new Micra and find out how many crashes she's had with a can that crushes immediately. <laughs> Coke can of a you know, car. Like, <laughs> I reckon Old Man in the Death Trap is much more alert. Oh, yeah. I know I was a lot more alert in the Hilux when I had that. Oh, yeah. There's, oh, yeah, there's, there's no margin for error. Yeah. My dad... Uh, I, had to be no, I had to know when to brake as well because that shit didn't stop. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Even well, once the brakes were <laughs> yeah. fixed, you're like, this yeah. thing doesn't stop replaced. All the brakes, hey, it still doesn't stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shouldn't have bothered. <laughs> no, my dad had this old like Dodge, Dodge truck, we used to call it back in the day, like yeah. before trailers and things. Granddad was such a baller, he just I'm going to buy a whole whole truck, <laughs> you know? And so he had this big Dodge and it was like no synchros in it. Yep. Had to double clutch. Beautiful. You know, yeah. like you should. Yeah. And yeah, it's pretty much like you'd be driving down the road and there's like four inches of play yeah. in the wheel each side. But you're alert. Like, oh, mate. Yeah. You know, you're, you're paying attention to everything and everyone. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, because you can't, you can't. Sorry, quickly. Yeah, you can't, you can't power quickly. out of a situation. You can't stop oh, no. in time of a situation. Oh, barely, barely. <laughs> traffic <laughs> lights. Traffic lights in general are a challenge. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see them from halfway down the street. Yeah, <laughs> your heart rate <laughs> intensifies. <laughs> well, I mean, like when I had the Hilux, my my uh, Samsung watch would trigger an activity and said you're working out. It was a workout to drive that bitch. Yeah, that's right. As it should be. And you were just going down the highway. I was, I was just driving <laughs> just normally. Driving. <laughs> That's great. So yeah, it's, it's the highest your heart rate's been all day. Yeah. Keep it up. So you can you you burn calories driving an old car. You saying yeah. it's actually good for you. Yeah. And I also, I also want to find out like um, whether there's any sort of mental benefit to driving a manual in general. You know, like uh, that, how like you you know they keep telling us to use your brain, do you know brain training exercises. Oh, uh, you mean so it's like automotive bridge? Yeah. I wonder if like. I've, I've I've literally googled this and I can't find any articles, but I'd be curious to see like the brain of a manual driver. Apply for a government grant <laughs> yeah. to do some research. To spend on piss. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. I mean, really. <laughs> and at some point, some research yeah. will occur. What's it, what's it? What that um uh Adam Savage from Mythbusters says? He it's like the difference between messing about and science is writing it down. Uh, and I think that's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Short one is very quiet. <laughs> I, I think if you, um, you know, if if you if you pursue your dreams and stuff, you know, you have a real don't real let your dreams be memes. Yeah, or, or beers. Yeah, uh, you know, then I think I think that rings true. Mm. But because uh, I mean, like you know, for me, like I, I've learned a lot about um, you know how how cars work and chassis tuning and all that sort of thing. You know. Yeah. But it's sort of like you know you can't make it a career. You know, if you don't pursue it type thing. Yeah. So I can see where he's coming from. Mm. But I don't know. I'm just rambling at this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, wanna yeah I, don't, I don't know about the manual thing. Because I think people, as much as everyone says, oh, I like my car and I want to you know, get a cool car because it's a nice thing. For the most part, people just want a transport to work. Yeah, no. And they don't. I know that. And I, I don't think a lot of the people on the road are engaged enough to get no, any benefit. No, because they're driving automatics. To That's get my any point. benefit out <laughs> of doing the manual thing. Because they don't. 
They don't want to have to remember the drive. They want to be on autopilot. But you, but I feel like there must be some sort of benefit to driving in manual way, using a brain thing. I'm coming up to a hill. I might have to sh- shift down. Uh, you know, I'm coming to a stop. I need to shift down. Like I think because because everyone's too wired and like not wanting to deal with work that they just mm, nah. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. But I get that. But I'm saying there must yeah, be I some sort of from. There's got to be like a mental stimulation yeah. benefit. It's like people do Sudoku. Oh, I, yeah. Same thing. Yeah, I think Sudoku is more directly engaging different parts I of the brain. I don't know. You've got your hand-eye coordination. You've got to mm. use your legs. Yeah, you got to think ahead. Phones, hand-eye coordination. Yeah, but you're not, you're not clutching on the phone, are you? Mm. <laughs> you're not heel-toeing you, you hold your bag while you're sitting on the train <laughs> rocking side to side. <laughs> <laughs> what, thumb, thumb, forefinger. That's, yeah. that's the uh, phone equivalent of heel-toeing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I reckon I'm with you. I reckon there's there's this something. This has to be to, something. Yeah, yeah, it makes you. Mum used to think that way. Mm. She wanted the girls to learn manual. Never happened. But um, oh, I think it's a idea. good skill to have. Yeah. Um, and I know there's certain places I'd rather drive a manual. Literally yeah. everywhere. Not literally everywhere. Not everywhere. <laughs> Not everywhere. I mean, I think it really depends on the car and the transmission in question. Mm. There's nothing worse than throwing a throwing a stick around a really useless slush like you but know. But then again, there's nothing worse than a really shitty automatic. If I had a, you, if you never I drove a base model Polo, you don't understand how bad that automatic <laughs> is. I feel like it's a Polo issue. <laughs> but the manual, at least you had control over. You could rev oh, the tits. Oh yeah, no, on no. It. The thing is, is that when you've got a really underpowered, gutless little car, you yeah. need a manual yeah. so you can keep it pegged at the red line <laughs> at all times just to go anywhere. Yeah. Oh man, that little MG3 we test yeah, drove. It was great. That was brilliant. Yeah. I, I could not imagine that car for C. I think no. it came with the CVT yeah, afterwards. No, that, that, oh, no. <laughs> oh no. That wouldn't be a thing. Oh goodness. Yeah. But yeah, that was sort of like uh, I'm genuinely struggling to keep up with normal traffic. And I'm put to the floor. <laughs> and it's like I'm at the Bathurst 1000. <laughs> Go ahead, <laughs> heading into turn one. Yeah. And I'm just driving down the road at Boondle. Like, yeah. Falling away from the lights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. It was fun though. Um, Once you got up to speed, it's like a big, you know, small cars and big trucks, they're much yeah, the same. They are. They can't, the, the getting, once you have momentum, it's great. Yeah. It's the best thing ever. No worries. It's just getting there, you know? It's just yeah. getting to that point is the painful, yes. slow part of the situation. I, I, I really kind of enjoy that with the. Really? With. <laughs> Weirdly, oh, but, weirdly, yeah, okay. kind of enjoy that with Kinky. the Prado. It's like trucking because he's like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> just really short gear yeah, ratios exactly. and no revs. Just First <laughs> is really short. Yeah, <laughs> it's just to get it rolling. Basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. that's it. Just to get it off the mark. And then third is goat. It just oh, it is goes. it? Yeah. yeah, that was that similar to Matt's uh, cruiser. Mm. The, the Hilux was that way as well. Mm. I could go could hit some corners pretty quick in third. Yeah, all right. Relative, rel- yes. relatively speaking, yeah. <laughs> Still only doing like 40, but you know. Yeah, felt felt like, it felt fast. felt like 140 because <laughs> everything's rattling. <laughs> so, I'm just trying to think of um, times riding motorbikes. Like uh, first gear is normally fairly long, especially on um, sports bikes and mm. the bigger sports bikes. First gear is getting up to 100. Uh, I think, I think uh, maybe I get it wrong, but I think one of the bikes Ninja, I'll have to double check. I think it's over first. I think it's first gear got you up to like 120. Case an hour. Just I'll d- have to double check that, but that was like um, like the Dodge Viper, and because that had to had to sell it and market it as a supercar. Yeah, and everything from Europe had you know d- flappy paddle, double clutch, yada yada. 
So they said, oh, shit, you know, we got a manual. Good old H pattern. There's no way we can shift quick enough. Mm. So they thought, all right, we can't shift quick enough. We'll make it that you don't have to shift at all. <laughs> so the first gear in the Dodge Viper is so long, <laughs> you can hit 60 miles an hour in first. Amazing. Yep. <laughs> and that's how they got the like the mid three second <laughs> time. That'd be the fucking worst to drive, though. I imagine. But I mean, it'd be pretty cool, like to like do your learner test in because yeah, no just no gear changing at all. You can get your manual license. <laughs> so I'm um, just looking at a forum post on the ZX10R, and it says the way it's sprocketed, uh, if you do it right, it can do 100 miles an hour in first gear. It's 160. That's ridiculous. Kilometers an hour in first gear. That is ridiculous. So you literally wouldn't have to change gear. It'd be oh. <laughs> You'd be Fuck. like, you'd just your revs yeah. would just be ridiculous. Oh, I think yeah. it's like fourteen thousand or something like that. But just, wow, that's crazy. But then they they obviously have to close up they the closer you get to high high speed to mm. close up those gears. But yeah, first gear, fourteen something RPM. Would thousand. you so would, is that, would you rev it all the way up to fourteen thousand if you're going for it? So you would oh, do yeah, one hundred and sixty. Yeah. You'd do a hundred miles in first. That's yeah. ridiculous. How many gears do they have? Uh they're normally six gears. What? Yeah. yeah so imagine. They get they get shorter. They, they get a lot shorter. Most yeah. of them are either the dash will limit to three hundred, or it'll be around about three, you know, three twenty maybe, depending on the bike. They're still pretty quick. <laughs> Absurdly would you? Quick. Oh, I mean, you'd still, yeah, you'd, you'd like hit. the the Busta would get up to like two hundred really quick, um, because of the way it was geared with the sprockets and everything. It, it I wouldn't say it slowed down up and past that. Mm. It was still pulling hard, but. Certainly, um, the first sort of 100, 200 Ks was was very quick, especially yeah. with the shorter gearing that it had. Yeah. Yeah, mm. no, the um, the 8.6, it's sort of... You can get to about 180, like, fairly briskly, but then you, you really know to hit a wall mm. beyond that. And it's sort of, by that 190, it's starting just to sort of creep. Mm. You know, Did, um, do you feel it was a mistake making it? They had to shift to third to get to a hundred in that car, probably. Um, I mean, it's it was never going to be a drag. No drag racing. Well, what about on like the track, thing? though? Like from your no, perspective? The, um, no, because well, the, you know, they they changed it in the sense that they shortened the gear ratio mm. in the newer car. But the thing with gearing, both of the gearbox and of the the final drive ratio is that it's track dependent mm. so on some tracks the the factory 411 gearing ha- is is the best is more suited and then on other tracks you know a 4.3 or the 4.56 final drive ratio is is better it right. all depends what speeds you're hitting and what corners you know and, and where you get get caught in in the rev range um i think yeah Four four eleven is already pretty pretty short gearing mm. historically, you know. Like I know a lot of old muscle cars. The four eleven was the aggressive upgrade. Yeah, right. You know, if you wanted to go drag racing, they all came with like you know three ten or three point four three, uh, you know, rear ends, and you'd go up to a, over four. You know, the eight six comes with a four eleven from the factory, so that's yeah. already pretty aggressive. And then people are going four point five six, which used to be reserved for just all but the. You know, most well, crazy uh, of, of I'm just cars. thinking of um, the one year at World, World Time Attack where, was it Rod Millen had his um, Pikes Peaks car? Yeah. Mm. And, you know, that thing rockets up to like, was it like 220? And yeah. then it's sort of, it's out of gears. Yeah, yeah. it's not out of gears, yeah. Yeah. 
No, so and the the race teams they're always just changing their ratios for every mm. track because you can actually mathematically work it out, mm. and they work it out um, basically based using on mathematics. Yeah, would you believe? Yeah, very very clever, uh, straightforward. It's t- it's sort of you need a lot of info, mm. but you, it's it's not too difficult to do. Uh, the hard the hardest part is actually being able to change your gearbox <laughs> and all the gears in it. That's See, the even that's pretty easy in it. some race cars. Yeah, it's exactly. Just a cassette assembly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So pretty much for race cars, every single track, the gearbox, the ratios are already mm. uh, optimized for it, and it's never something to think about. It's just sort of us road road guys who have to play this game of give and take. Yeah, because I mean, it needs to be on the street, but also. Mm. Like I was telling you, I was racing uh, the last track day I went to the second last track day I went to it was me versus the shop mm. now we've got their 8.6 um, experts specialists or whatever and they've got a car with a 4.56 rear ended it I've got the factory 4.11 and yeah, consistently across this whole track session he would get away from me at a corner exit and you could particularly notice this on the main straight he'd pull away on the very last corner of the lap prior and he'd pull about a car or whatever and then roughly halfway down the straight at about the start finish line, he'd st- all of a sudden stop and I would fucking like a rubber banding effect, yeah. basically. He'd pull ahead and then I'd catch up, pull ahead, catch up, pull ahead, catch up. And that was basically because halfway down the straight, he runs out of fourth gear, has to shift into fifth. Right, and that's what, too low. Well, yeah. I mean, because you're only changing the final drive, yeah. um, the the stock gear ratios in the st- transmission are st- in the transmission. Once you get beyond fourth and fifth, and, and well, sixth, overdrive, sixth basically. is bad. Sixth is purely overdrive. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you don't want to be using sixth at all in in a stock eight six on track. It just stops stops accelerating. Mm. Full stop. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically the way that the the track, the speed, the way the track was, and the way it was geared, he had to go into fifth. Mm. So higher gear less torque multiplication meant ultimately less torque at the wheels. Yeah. Whereas me, I was able to sit in fourth. My car, 411, is geared perfectly for QR. Basically, I can be right at the very top of fourth, 75, 7600 RPM into the brake zone. Yeah. So basically, for the first half of the track, when we were both in the same gear, third or fourth, he had the advantage. As soon as he shifts up, he loses that advantage. Yeah. Now it's I'm in the ascendancy. So it's sort of like, a, you know, you couldn't... Now, I mean, if we're drag racing, he would probably win because, yeah. you know, you're just in a straight line. It's just going through the gears. Who's got the quickest acceler- acceleration? Mm. And in-gear acceleration, there's an advantage of the shorter-geared car. But the issue becomes if the guy with the shorter gears has to shift earlier. Yeah, so before if a there's a long point. straight. Yeah. yeah. So it's... Uh, Interesting. What, yeah. Out of curiosity at QR, what... On that last sort of double corner coming onto the uh, start finish, oh, the the the, uh, the sprint circuit there, the layout, the switch. Yeah, back. so you're coming back. Yeah, the switch back. Um, what gear in down that end at the start of um, the start finish? So yeah, okay. So basically, are you doing the national circuit and you're looped around and then you're coming? Oh, back on the start, finish straight. Because I remember, like, obviously, I was nowhere near as you know skillful as you, but I used to find that second around that last bend in the eight six hmm. was it would run out of puff, and third couldn't. It was it just didn't have any puff. Yeah, it was in a sort of yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, nothing. so the dip. Yeah, the I think you're talking about the dipper basically. So you've got 
turn one, two, and then three, you go through the ditch type thing. So I guess even on this on the sprint, or circuit, on the very last, when you come, you go on the start, finish straight up near the solo building. Yeah, and you come around the big turn one, big yeah. turn one, and then turn two, the big sweeper. Yeah, so even if you do the national, if you cut in that, that in ground or whatever, Hang and on. then when you loop back, I I got a map somewhere. Hang on. Okay, I might just pause this quickly then. And we're back. And we've we're got back. a map. <laughs> <laughs> After a bit of fact checking, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so turn six, I think it turn is. Six. I think you'll find it is turn six. <laughs> <laughs> what gear you went through there? Because like I said, two was not enough, and yeah. three was had so. Nothing. I mean, basically, I mean, oh. you could you're you're obviously set up better than my stock eight six was with better tires and everything else, better yeah. brakes. You can brake later. It's tr- it's tricky because the gearing would suggest second is yep. a little bit better. But like you just said, when you go to stickier tires, you carry a higher corner speed. Yeah. Higher corner speed means you should be in a higher gear. Yeah. So it sort of becomes even more of a of a problem. Mm. Um, look, I I don't do the national circuit too much. I normally do sprint. Yep. So we come here and then we go through the dipper. Yeah. And then we kind of got this switch back here, and I yep. generally find, and even through here, that if you drop to second, obviously you get more acceleration but it's easier to get the ass to step out. Right, so you can sort of sweep yeah, around. Yeah, and then oftentimes too, you'll have to shift into third right when the car is still rotating on exit. Yep. And when you change gears, it can upset the rear and the rear can sort of step to the side. You can brake traction, yep. shifting gears. So generally, I find third, third is a lot more uh, smooth and a lot more controlled. You can just focus more on the exit and power through. Yeah. Um, and it's not, I don't get too much of a penalty because I've got the unequal length headers. I actually mm. do have some power in the mid range. Yeah. It's not as critical for me as the equal length guys who have to definitely drop to second. Yeah. Because there's absolutely no one home below five. <laughs> so they're, 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 they're prerogative. It, it depends on the setup. Yeah. If you've got, um, you know, factory geared car, NA, equal length headers, it's all up top. You've got to go lower gears. Mm. If you've got a turbo car, supercharger, whatever, a bit, bit more mid-range, you can use the higher gear. Because you've got to remember too, like the second gear, yeah, you get more acceleration, but then you lose a few times having to change gears. Mm. Whereas if you're already in third, you don't get the acceleration, but there's no gear change to mess up. Um, you know, you're not going to brake traction. Sort of thing like that. Did the laptop just bing? Yeah, there's. Uh, I think your sister got a message. Ah, oh, yeah. wow. Okay. So there maybe on that note. Maybe that bombshell. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that was our timer. That's 53 minutes anyway, so that's that's a good episode. I think that's that's pretty yeah. good. Um, yeah, we got Facebook and things. And um, uh, yeah, cheers. Thanks. thanks. <laughs> Have you got this far? Thank you. <laughs> You've been listening to Gears and Beers, the unashamedly unprofessional automotive podcast with Mitch, Matt, Joseph, and Joel. New episodes go live every Monday. Thanks for listening.